pauperesion saturabotanibus sacerdotis eius irvam salutari. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Although we are obliged to take the chance for today's Mass of St. Vincent de Paul from the common, there is in the Roman Missal a magnificent Mass composed for St. Vincent de Paul. And so we're mixing and matching today because there's no other solution. And the intro it given in the proper Mass for St. Vincent de Paul sets out immediately that upon which the Church would focus her prayer today. Pauperes sion saturabo panibus. I shall fill full Zion's poor with bread. Sacerdotes eus intuam salutari. And I shall clothe her priests with salvation. The poor and the priesthood. This double (coughs) object of our prayer occurs throughout the Mass because in the collect of St. Vincent de Paul we prayed, O God, who for the salvation of the poor and the discipline of the clergy didst um, uh, inspire the Blessed Vincent to gather together a new family in thy church. For the salvation of the poor and the discipline of the clergy, these were the two great passions of the heart of St. Vincent de Paul. On the one hand, uh, the imitation of Christ, the gospel that you just heard, uh, presents St. Vincent de Paul as a kind of icon of Jesus in his mission. And so we'll look at that in just a moment. But the two great passions of St. Vincent were for the poor and for the priesthood. And he seems to be addressing the clergy in the epistle. This often happens in the liturgy, doesn't it? That although we read the words of St. Paul, the church, with the freedom that is given her in the Holy Ghost, takes those same words and places them in the mouth of the saint of the day. Consequently, it is St. Vincent de Paul. I I can picture him giving a conference to the clergy of Paris. He was famous for this sort of thing. Um, Look to your vocation, brethren. Uh, There are not many wise, according to the flesh, among you, non multipotentes, not many powerful, non multinobiles, not many noblemen, sed quae stulta sunt mundi elegit Deus. But the ignorant, how should we translate that somewhat delicate word, sed quae stulta, how would you render that? Brother Chrysostom. I think stupid. I was was reluctant to use the word, but in fact, that's the meaning of it. But those who are stupid as the world judges such things, uh, Elegit Deus, God has chosen 
so as to confound the wise. Et infirma mundi elegit Deus. And the infirm of the world uh, uh, to confound the strong. And the ignobilia mundi et contemptibilia elegit Deus. And, and those things that the world judges of no interest, no value, the ignobilia mundi, contemptible things, contemptible men, according to the world's way of judging men, uh, God hath chosen, et ea quae non sunt, and even those things that are like nothing in, in the appraisal of the world. So this is St. This is Vincent de Paul's portrait, if you will, of the French clergy. It's an extraordinary use of the text. And then he says, uh, so that no flesh may glory in God's sight. And he says that the Father has given us Christ Jesus, making him our wisdom and our justice and our sanctification and our redemption, so that even as it is written, let the one who glories glory in the Lord. And then it's St. Vincent, it's Paul's words, but it's Vincent speaking. And he says, and so, I came among you, brethren. You can just picture this. All of these ecclesiastics of the great century, 17th century France, listening to Vincent speaking to them. He said, I came among you, not uh, with uh, sublime discourses, but bearing only my witness to Christ. And he says, I would not have you judge me among you as anything other than one belonging to Christ Jesus and him crucified. It's a marvelous text, but it, it takes on a particular resonance when we read it in, in the context of today's feast, this epistle gives us in some way the heart of St. Vincent's preaching to the clergy of its day. And much more could be said about the rest of the Mass. I said that the Gospel is in effect an icon of St. Vincent. It's a portrait. It's, it's even more than that. It's a kind of moving picture of, of St. Vincent. Uh, Jesus going about into all of the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And curans omnem languorem et omnem infirmitate. Jesus goes about uh, delivering souls and bodies from the grip of evil and curing illnesses and seeing the crowds. Misertu sestes, he's moved to pity over what he sees. Quia erant vexati et jacentes 
sigur always non habetes pastorem, because they were troubled and just lying about. It's a very, the word suggests that they're, they're just prostrate from exhaustion. Yacentes. Sicut ovis non habentes pastorem. The image is a very, is a very powerful one. Um, sheep without a shepherd don't know where to go. And the image here is of sheep that have gone around and around and around looking for pastures. And in the end, they, they fall to the ground in a state of total exhaustion. That's the, that's, that's the image given us in this gospel. And then the word of Jesus. All oh, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. Pray then the Lord of the harvest that he would send workers into his harvest. So in, in this gospel we have not only a kind of moving picture of St. Vincent de Paul, who reveals Jesus, as do all the saints, but we have also... Um, something of St. Vincent's zeal for priestly vocations, especially in the last uh, sentence of the Gospel. More, more could be said about this magnificent proper Mass for St. Vincent de Paul, but um, I think we want to hold on to this. First of all, the, two foc- uh, the focus of our prayer today, the, the double focus, the the poor and the priests. The poor are not people out there. We are poor. We are the poor. That's the first thing we have to see in this Mass of St. Vincent, that all the references of the poor are not people in some far-off place. This Mass will bear fruit in our lives only insofar as we identify with the poor. The poor named again and again in the propers of this Mass. And this Mass stimulates our zeal for the holiness of priests. Uh, St. Vincent had a passion for the reform of the clergy. He wanted not only priests who were experienced in the things of God, He wanted priests capable of communicating with the experience of God. And this, first of all, by the holiness of their lives. And so I invite you today to (coughs) enter into the zeal of St. Vincent for the holiness of God.